Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. More Catholic Church abuse. Baltimore, Maryland, including an area where the Diocese of Wilmington is involved. Reading the uh, Attorney General's report, over 600 children known to have been abused by the 156 people including, included in this report. But the number is quite higher, they figure. According to the Criminal Victimization Bulletin issued annually by the U.S. Department of Justice, only 33.9% of all rapes and sexual assaults were reported in 2019. And with kids, it's even fewer. When the scandal broke out here in Wilmington, I brought in Delaware super lawyer Tom Newberger. Tom was able to uh, reveal and then get convictions against the church regarding so much sexual abuse that happened here. And I thought it was over. I, I thought it was done. And Tom's in the studio right now. Thanks for being here, sir. I appreciate it. Good to be here again. All right. So um, I remember you brought um, a commander, naval commander, into the studio and describing why it is it takes 20 years or so for someone to have the realization that when they were a child, they were sexually abused. And I have learned from psychologists and therapeutic counselors, as well as other scientists who are in this field, because remember, I was a member uh, of the board of SOAR, Survivors of Abuse and Recovery, and president of the board uh, for three years as well. And I learned a lot from these people. And I found that people do compartmentalize this for many, many years. And then, how does it actually come out? They have drug problems. They have alcohol abuse. They cannot maintain a, uh, a successful relationship in marriage. And, and it's, it's kind of like this manila folder. They shove it in a manila, manila, mental manila folder, and that goes into the mental filing cabinet, and one day, the filing cabinet gets shaken in 10 to 20 years later, and it all spills out. And that's what happened with this commander. What was his name? Ken Whitwell. Commander Ken Whitwell. That's yeah. right, up at Archmere. On yeah. The victim of Smith, Father Smith. So, um, tell us about your success here in Delaware. Well, we, we remember back 2002, Boston. Yeah. The Boston Globe does the story, and all of a sudden, uh, a child abuse uh, becomes a become something people are aware of uh, th throughout the country. And that, of course, was in the church, and we know now it's, it's spread everywhere. But uh, Delaware was uh, one of the first states to actually try to do something uh, about it. Mm -hmm. uh, we, with, with Commander Whitwell and, and a couple others, we filed our first lawsuits in, in 2002, and then the General Assembly uh, stepped in Okay, eventually there were over 160 cases just against the Catholic Church alone, aside from public schools and things. And in, in, two, in the, around the 4th of July, 2007, the uh, Child Victims Act was passed uh -huh. that, uh, that allowed all those with, with what we call stale claims lawyers. Okay, if, you, if I beat you up, you have to sue me in two years. That's right. called the statute of limitations. If you don't, if I don't sue you in in two years two in years. a day, yeah. it, it's over. So if if in, in nineteen nineteen sixty, uh, you know, a priest raped you or or a public school teacher raped you, and uh, all of a sudden it comes out of that envelope, and the uh, the the this the statistic is it's around age fifty two takes that you that right? long yeah. to deal with it and for it to for it to come out okay well thirty years have passed the two years have passed and that's it and uh, the perp he's still he he's yeah. he's still out there doing it okay but the general assembly said no uh, only California had done something before Delaware Delaware stepped up Delaware stepped up and 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 I uh, we unanimously passed. 
the, the Child Victims Act. Uh, Governor Minner was one of the, 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 the most important things she ever did. But here's from this is from uh, former Senator McBride. There was one before the before the present one. Here, here, here's here's what Senator McBride says when it was all passed. I think today's the day that Delaware, the state that started a nation, has a chance to lead in the United States of America. This would be the strongest. We're only the second state to pass something like this. We have an opportunity today for the victims and survivors, some of whom we've heard from today, but there are many others. There are some in this building, obviously, and there are many others outside the building that are counting on us to help them. And they did it, okay? And, and for two years, we were, uh, we were able, anyone within that two-year window was able to uh, secure a lawyer mm-hmm. and uh, and come in and and, and file claims. Okay, and, and you and you were despised by some Catholics because uh, of the bankruptcy that uh, that followed. Uh, 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 and, th- and that's, my, that's understating it. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, me as a guy who graduated from a Catholic boys' school, uh, I I was more ashamed of the Catholic Church and the hiding and what we call past the trash. You know, when you've got someone who's a sexual abuser and they find out this happens in public schools or it has happened in public schools and uh, also in, in churches and especially the Catholic Church, as we know now from these successful lawsuits, they move them to some other parish, move them to some other place. Um, in this Maryland case, there was a, a priest who was abusing young boys. He denied it, denied it, denied it, and he moved up to Connecticut to another parish. They found out that he was under investigation. They didn't know that he was under investigation for this. And in Maryland, they said, we didn't know that he moved anywhere, and so they kicked him out. But it took him about a month later to tell the parishioners, hey, uh, we kicked this guy out, and here's why. So here's my question to you, Tom. Uh, as uh, the man who's got to be the most successful in, uh, in getting restitution for you know these survivors of the sexual abuse and their families, as well as families of those uh, who did not survive, who have passed and such, and and brought such light to this, wherein the church had to confess, they had to admit it, and they they have to comply with all these laws except for in confession. How could this still be happening even in 2014 in in Maryland? How could it be happening? Well, that's a good question. Okay, it is 21 years since the Boston Revelations. Right. Okay, Maryland, you know, set up by Catholic Lord Baltimore. Okay, it, you know, Pennsylvania set up by the Quakers, you know, Rhode Island by the Baptist. Okay, yeah. Maryland set up by the Catholic. Maryland, you know, was the home base, you know, the home church. The oldest, uh, the oldest, oldest church in America, the Catholic okay. Church in America is in Maryland, yes. Okay, and for 21 years now, yeah, the church has been successful in defeating efforts to give a legal remedy to victims of childhood sexual abuse by priest or in the public schools has led the charge, okay? And in Pennsylvania, nothing has happened, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, the, it, j- just the other day in the Boy Scout bankruptcy case, uh, Judge Andrews wrote an opinion, okay? And uh, he, he, he stated that, let me, let, me turn to, let me turn to it here, okay? He stated that about there are about 19 states. That's it. As since 2002, approximately 17 states have followed the example of Delaware. Okay. Here, 17 states, and it says more than a dozen did so in 2019 alone. Okay. Maryland has been a holdout, 
Every year there have been efforts made in the Maryland legislature to do it. Okay, so why why now? Yeah, why, okay. why now? Well, I think the it's because, Attorney General, yes. Attorney General Frost, back there in 2018, right. convened a grand jury and started investigating the matter. Okay, we got a subpoena. Okay, I, got, I have a six-page subpoena for all the, the public things and, dep- and depositions that, that were in the public record here in Delaware, because there's three, there's three parts to the Maryland church. There's the uh, Diocese of, of Wilmington yeah. that includes the eight eastern shore counties, you know, going down from Cecil County, you know, all the way, all the way down to the Bay Bridge. Okay. There's Baltimore going west, you know, to the, to the west through central Maryland. Okay. And there's Washington, D.C. And there's about five or six counties surrounding Washington, D.C. He opened up a grand jury investigation to find out what was happening. In Delaware, we never had any grand jury investigation. Okay. Uh, we had all these lawsuits. We had you. Uh, our our, pre- our, pre- team. our our president attorney general represented Father Smith, yeah. at, you know, at Archmere. Okay, you know, the, the perp coming out of there, but we never got an, an attorney general investigation in Delaware. And I had I had to write my book in 2012, yep. you know, where we told the story of 12 victims or survivors, just like the kinds of stories that are recounted in, in, in the grand jury report. Okay, it was this grand jury report that was being investigated from 2018 through 2023 that has proven to be the catalyst and and and, and defeated the the efforts of the church to uh, never have anything enacted okay and, and and we're getting house bill number 1 that's on the governor's desk in Maryland you know waiting to be waiting to be signed and i can tell you what what's in there later okay yeah, we can but do that it's it's it, it, i can it, tell it's tom because of yeah. the grand jury report hanging over everybody's heads that that is happening now in Maryland. Tom, I don't know what your schedule's like, but uh, I can tell you right now, listening to you, that I thought this would be a good 17-minute conversation. No, no, no. Uh, apparently, it's it's going to be longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. And so I invite those of you listening, uh, you, what are you doing next half hour, Tom? I'm here. I'm okay, good. Yeah, Appreciate sure. that. You know, sure. I, I rarely hold people over for a whole hour, but this is significant. It's extraordinary. And also a piece of information that I had either forgotten or wasn't aware of. Are, are you telling us then that while in Maryland, the state attorney general is investigating the horrors that were perpetrated against these kids, and yet here in Delaware, our current state attorney general was defending? Oh, yeah, she was Father Smith's lawyer. Father over Smith over at Archmere? Yeah, you know, I, I got it. What was it? Thirty, forty million dollars. Well, well, let me ask. I mean, everyone, everyone deserves a, a, a defense, right? So, I mean, she was just doing her job then. Well, well Smith defaulted, okay, and, and she didn't even show up in court, okay. She just negotiated, you know, when I, when I went around to try to collect money from Smith. Yeah. Okay. Who I think last I heard, he was hanging around in Middletown, you know, somewhere. Uh, priest or not, I just don't know. Okay. But you know she she was his lawyer, okay, and and we never got it. We we never got a report on what happened in Delaware. There's no report on Delaware. The report is my book yeah. from 2012. When priests become predators, profiles of childhood sexual abuse survivors, the stories of 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 12 of them, right from the right from the court records, right from the right from the trial transcripts, okay, the horrors that have just been revealed in uh, Maryland. None of the horrors in Delaware. I've ever seen the light of day, but for you know the news journal reporting we, on we, the yeah. trials and stuff like that, okay, yeah. uh, or, or the complaints that were filed, okay, 
Uh, but nothing in depth. Nothing. Nothing, nothing in depth. Nothing like this. For example, no. uh, because we had yeah, state attorneys general investigators and a grand jury investigating this in Maryland, um, it exposed the full story of someone like Father John Joseph Mike, and he served in multiple parishes in uh, Maryland before being transferred out of state. He was charged with abusing a boy in 1987, uh, pled guilty, and they said, well, it wasn't sexual. Well, in reality, what they turned out is something that was uh, sadistic and sexual. He abused at least seven teenage boys for his sexual gratification, and he, uh, he made one guy wear a loincloth while Mike, this priest, poked him with a heated pin forced him to run laps around the parish gym, and lashed him with a bullwhip. And then uh, the victim wrote this. This is another victim. I was tied to a basketball backboard by my hands and suspended into the air, where he whipped me 150 times with a bullwhip, from which I shall always, always carry the scars. That level of detail comes from investigation. And, yeah, as I recall, Tom, the only investigation we really had was your lawsuits. Yeah, that's it. Was there anything of that that nature, of that depraved, that happened to any of the boys at Catholic schools here we, in we, Wilmington? We did have at least one who, 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 who then took his life because of the horrible things that had happened to him. So, you know, we had his, it was the parents yeah. who sued. Okay. That, that's the most depraved. You know, sho- shoving a baseball bat up your rear end. That's Thank probably God. depraved. Y- yeah. Uh, that yeah, happened those, here? Those, oh, yeah, sure. Those kinds of things. You know, so in this uh, State Attorney General's report, and I actually read the report, not just the news coverage of it as well, It this includes areas in Maryland that are controlled by the Diocese of Wilmington. No, no, no. There are two more reports that are that are expected in Maryland. Okay. There's one expected for Washington, D.C. The, the, the new Attorney General down in Maryland was quoted about two or three days ago as saying, there are still these two reports, okay? right? So uh, we we maybe we'll get a history About, of, the Delaware, of the Delaware stuff at, yeah. because of the Eastern Shore, the Eastern Shore counties, okay? Because I remember them mentioning uh, the diocese of Wilmington, yeah. uh, in this report. So and one of the priests was how, mentioned, Father Dempster. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's he's one of the ones listed, and he's in the index of my book. How can this continue through the Wilmington diocese? After your lawsuit and, and and the promises, when was your lawsuit finalized? I mean, the last one. I mean, when, well, when the back you know the bankruptcy around two thousand twelve or something. Okay, like two thousand twelve or so. You know, so we go we go from the first cases. So this could have continued two thousand four. Okay, through two thousand twelve. So uh, it could have con- con- continued until two thousand twelve in some in some cases here, uh, before all sorts of changes and promises were made by a diocese here. Yeah. Yeah, and they're living up to the promises here in Wilmington, as, as far as I understand. Good to know. Tell us yes. more about that. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, in the bankruptcy, they had to agree to all sorts of non-monetary things, mm-hmm. and then you know, the church as an institution, you know, nationwide, as 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 put in procedures and things like that. Okay, so uh, I, I believe they're in good, they're acting in good faith uh, today, you know, to to follow those 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 kinds of things. Okay, uh, but uh, for, for in Delaware. Uh, whatever justice has been rendered, rendered has been rendered because of the bankruptcy. No one can file, no clerical victim can file claims in Delaware because the window, the window is closed. Okay, uh, there, there's, 
there's there's a lot of discussion around the country about reopening the reopening these windows, okay, and re, revisiting it. For example, uh, California has, has enacted multiple windows, okay, um, most recently just a year or two ago, and in the House Bill One that's in front of the governor mm-hmm. in Maryland, what they do there is they don't open a window. They forever erase the statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. They don't say for old claims from have, the you 80s. You have two years or you whatever. Have, you, know, know. you got two years to come in and do this, yeah. okay? Because you may have not hit age 52. Right. You may have not uh, pulled it out of pulled it out of your middle middle folder or whatever. And I'll give you I'll give you an example of that. Okay. They've eliminated the statute of limitations in Maryland. So anybody, whenever they pull it out of the folder, will then be able to do that. We need to do that in Delaware. Here, give me give you the example. Let's just let's just take the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, the year two thousand. Let's say you're a third, you're a third grader in a public school. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the uh, music instructor is taking you out at lunch lunchtime once a week, once a week, mm-hmm. uh, once a week for special music lessons. You know, in, a, in a, let's say a, a remote air room in in the in the public school building. Okay, and and you're you're molesting that child. Okay. That's in the year 2000. Okay, how old is that person t- today? That person was eight years old plus 23 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's uh, that one, that person's 31 years old. It's still in the folder. Could be. That's a Delaware yeah. victim. Yeah. So yeah. You, 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 yeah. you read just this week of, of you know some no. you know some public school teacher downstate or whatever transfer from one district to another or whatever. Yes. We need it to do in Delaware what they've just done in Maryland. Revisit it. Do what they've done in in California, revisit it, and simply remove the statute of limitations for those past claims for those people who are now in their twenties, thirties, forties. All my clients were in their forties, fifties, and sixties. You know, Doug McClure died during his court case. Okay, I mean, because they were they older. Were older. Yeah. They were older. They were from the. They were people molested in the fifties, in the sixties, in the seventies. Okay, but what about the people being molested in? 2000. Uh, if you just tuned in, you're listening to super lawyer Tom Newberger, whose uh, lawsuits brought the revelations of sexual abuse in the Catholic Church here in Delaware. We'll be back. There's more Rick Jensen coming up on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. Sex abuse of children by Catholic priests and, uh, and others involved with the Catholic Church now throughout Maryland, and a report coming out that looks like it might involve the Diocese of Wilmington with churches they have in Maryland. In studio, super lawyer Tom Newberger. I'd like to remind people that uh, that is your moniker. People know uh, who you are, Tom. And you were on this program with me years and years ago when you revealed through your lawsuits of sexual abuse in the Catholic Church here in Wilmington. There's always seems to be this, uh, in fact, doesn't seem to be, there always uh, is this uh, this horrible trend of of leaders to uh, to hide and and uh, and deny this sort of thing is happening to kids and both of us both of us sitting here right now are guys who graduated from Catholic schools and each of us has I believe the same opinion about this which is the real horror is that it was being hidden and these priests were being moved to other parishes like past the trash, and it's it's an incredible violation of uh, of all that uh, 
that I believe uh, should be right about the church. What about you? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I mean, yeah. there's a whole section in the Maryland report about the higher ups, you know, knowing it and, and, and ju just wanting to prevent scandal and just transferring people from place to place where they then just continued their 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 evil ways. Okay, well, and that's, about, that what happened what in Delaware. What about, I know, I know. You you look at this in a legal sense, but Tom, I want to ask you as a human being, as uh, as a a man who was raised in the Catholic Church, you went to uh, Sally's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and so on a personal level, when you're interviewing all of these survivors, victims and survivors, and you're thinking about the things that, you know, we were taught in Catholic Church about the Catholic religion and about protecting children, on a personal level, what were you thinking? Well, I mentioned in my book, Jesus says that uh, anyone who injures children should have a millstone tied around his neck and and uh, dumped into the deepest part of the sea mm -hmm. that's that's how serious uh, it is to to injure a child okay i mean it's it's the most the most grievous sin okay and uh uh it, it, it's easy to cover it up okay and they then became complicit you know in, in in the sin it was wrong it was wrong and the question today is is the is the commitment there okay uh I, I read as much as you read. Uh, people in Rome on, on such and such committees supposed to be addressing this thing, or uh, several have resigned recently. You know, lay mm -hmm. people, you know, saying that the, the commitment isn't there well, know, remember, at the top. Remember in Boston, you mentioned Boston last half hour, and it was the bishop who was sent to the Vatican, basically escaped. You know, we don't have any extradition with Vatican City. We we had we had, we had here it was uh, up at up at uh, St Helena's uh, the, the priest had been reported, but the state trooper uh, rushed and told the bishop, and the bishop got him out of Dodge and sent him down to Galena, Maryland before he could be yeah. arrested here in Delaware. So and that's that's even mentioned in in the report about so, the judicial system helping to the state judicial system helping to cover it up when it did surface because of a persistent parent who believed what their child was was telling them oh. which was the exception i mean our our clients you know uh, you know a girl you know attacked by a priest who told her mother and the mother slapped her you know how dare you how, how dare you say such a thing and the only solace she got was from a neighboring a neighbor mother in the neighborhood a lot of people don't understand this and and i only know of this because of my volunteer work with an organization called soar survivors of abuse and recovery and they provide the very specialized therapeutic counseling for the survivors of uh, of sexual abuse. And and I got involved with that company, uh, that organization rather, uh, because I MC a lot of charity events. And I was invited one year to MC this. And then survivors were walking up to me at just like at the grocery store and other places, saying, "Thank you." I asked for what, and they would tell me their personal stories. I was invited to be on the board, and I said, "You know what? I think I'm going to do this." Why? Well, because there's so many people here who are affected by this, and uh, it, it was just. It's stunning, and and then there are people who would actually call my program. Granted, they were all elderly people, probably over the age of 65 and 70, who were so angry about this, and they were Catholics, they said so, and they said, well, those young people, they wanted it. They went back over and over and over again to these priests because they wanted it and they wanted to do it. You just mentioned a story that is so tragic and sadly, it is, uh, 
it's experienced in a majority of these cases where in the parent will slap the child and say that didn't happen because these individuals, sometimes coaches, but certainly priests, have an extraordinary influence of peer pressure on these kids that it's not like the kids are going back because they want to. They're being forced to. They're being compelled to. And they're told by their family, by society, by the church that, no, you must come back. Even though they may not know the details of what's going on in that secluded room, as you described, well, and that's how that's how the church's lawyers would defend it, okay? And, you know, we had jury verdicts here in Delaware. You know, we, we, we had an eight-week trial against St. Elizabeth's, okay? And the, ch- the, the church, as well as, well as, the, as, well as uh, the, the perpetrator, the perpetrator ch- priest, and St. Elizabeth's did everything they could. You know, they, they filled the courtroom with current high school students wearing their letter jackets, you know, to try to look clean and everything like that to influence the jury and all, and... You know, the jury came in with, you know, $60 million against the priests and $3 million against the, the church, okay? Of course, they say, you wanted it. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted to become, uh, you know, a, a lifelong alcoholic, okay? Nobody, nobody, nobody wanted to never be able to form a, a, a personal relationship with, 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 with your wife or, or to, uh, to become abusive yourself. Right. It, it, it even happens. The role of the priest in that era was he, he was the next best thing to jesus christ okay and if you have a young impressionable person you you had to follow and do what they told you they were telling these they were telling these yeah. children right. that, that, that this is what god wants for you this is what god, i mean that, that, it, you know it, it it's so sinful it, it, and shocking it, it it, it boggles so, the mind. So Hopefully that's not happening there right. as much. We need people in Delaware, the public schools, okay? Uh, the church tried to stop it in Maryland, if I could say. If mm-hmm. I could say, uh, uh, they put a cap on what, if you're a victim of a priest, what you can recover from the church is $1.5 million, okay? And in the public schools, because they opened up the public schools to it too, okay? And the state is always immune from having claims filed against it. They... Uh, they expect in Maryland so many public school cases to be filed. They put a cap. You can only get eight hundred ninety thousand dollars against uh, against the public schools. Okay, uh, because so, they expect there to be so they, many successful lawsuits. Yes, yes, and 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 while the church wasn't able to kill it in completely in Maryland, they were able to put a cap. Let let, let me quote you. For, this is from newspapers. Just what juries are doing with these kinds of cases today. Here it is, October 22, New York, ten million dollars against an elementary school abuse of a student ten years old. Uh, March 22, San Jose, California, middle school public school, sixty-five million dollars. March, uh, fifteen million dollars. Okay, I mean juries are throwing the book at public schools, churches, any or any organization that destroys the life of a child through okay. sexual abuse. Tom, uh, two questions. Uh, what do you say to folks who say, oh, well, you, you're just going after the big bucks. You're just going after millions of dollars. That's the only reason you're doing this. Okay, what, what I say is uh, it's a jury that, ha- that decides what, what the injuries are, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, if, if you're... If you're I, I 
have a I have a present I have a present a present client mm-hmm. who has uh, a severe depression mm-hmm. that 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 cannot that all the drugs all the drugs can't ameliorate it right okay has had you you do you, you ever you hear of electrotherapy where they where they shoot a, you know the the old shoot yes. electricity through your brain electroshock they, therapy electro- they still do that. They still do that. Yeah. That is a approved treatment for people who cannot be treated successfully with drugs. Okay, and, and this and this client, electroconvulsive therapy can 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 do nothing. Yeah. This this client has tried to kill, uh, uh, t- take their life th- three times yeah. so far, and this is somebody just under age thirty. You know, it seems to me that the large. Uh... Monetary uh, decisions are 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 so big that the institution, be it a school or a church, now has to listen. That's the way I, I look at it. It's like, okay, you're bankrupt. By the way, are you going to start policing this now? Yeah, are you going to start being honest about this now? Are you start turning in priests? And thankfully, here in Delaware, except for in the confessional, they have to report anything they hear about uh, potential child abuse, sex abuse, any any student, any child to the authorities, and they have to do that now. So my question to you about that is this, Tom. Do you feel like in Delaware everything's right with the Catholic Church when it comes to sexual abuse, that it's not going on, and it's certainly not like it was, but if it does happen, it'll be reported? No, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't have any, any opinion because I'm not a member of the Catholic Church. You know, I left in 1974, okay? mm-hmm. so I don't know what's in there in, in the weekly newspaper and, you know, everything else like that. I, I have my doubts at the highest, the highest levels of the Catholic Church. I do not believe in Rome there's, there's the commitment from, from the present leadership. I do not believe there was uh, a commitment uh, from, prior, from prior leadership. Okay, and you know it's a, it's a hierarchical organization. You're saying are they going through the motions? Okay, uh, on paper, all all the, all the policies and everything else are are written down. Okay, but you can look at this re- report from uh, from Baltimore, and they're saying up till 2002 when they seem to have stopped. Oh, I thought investigating. I, I, thought I saw one 2014. Okay, well, yeah, uh, wherever they take it. Yeah. Okay, uh, they're saying prior to that. There was not there there was not not any commitment even though from 2002 in Boston mm-hmm. in in the following five years there were all, there was all this uh, you know public public uh, concern and everything and meetings held within the church I I don't know whether the commitments there and I don't know whether the commitments there in the public schools either okay we keep we keep reading in the public schools of these. Uh, these teachers, coaches, or whatever, mm-hmm. who who had to leave one school because of uh, making approaches to young girls, okay, and uh, then they just go to another school. Uh, you're, they're supposed to do background checks. Yeah, th- okay? th- there's nothing new here. I remember in 1999, there was a really long ex- expose piece in the Pittsburgh Post Gazette about public school teachers sexually abusing students. And then what would happen is the, the school district, the principal or the superintendent, would get on the phone with someone they know in a different district and say, hey, I'm recommending this person. Uh, they're applying for a job there. I think you'll find uh, him to be a fine teacher or her, as, as we see as well. And they'd go to another state, another district, something like that. The title of that piece has become a phrase that, that I've adopted. And the title was, Pass the Trash. 
And and that was 1999 in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, I, I believe. So when the report come, came out now about Maryland, and we know that um, the, the, the state attorney general has also mentioned without any sort of detail about the Wilmington Diocese with uh, churches in Maryland, I'm just, I'm actually kind of more hopeful than I, I think you are that the church is, is doing the right thing now, especially since you, Tom Newberger, were the man who who revealed all these horrible uh, sexual abuses by priests in the Catholic Church here in Wilmington. Can you, can you, oh, I, I, no, can you share I, that? I can, you I can say that, that the, church, the church's lawyers are highly respected people, and I believe yeah. them whenever they tell me anything. Yeah. I, I believe they, 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 they uh, want their client to... Uh, follow all these procedures yeah. and, and, and sincerely believe that they are, but I can't say what's happening, you know, behind the scenes. Whether anybody's I was being, just asking being if you're hopeful, based upon that and based upon people. Yeah, mankind, men are sinful. We're we're all we're all wicked. Okay, no, I mean, just child abuse, child abuse is happening everywhere today. You, you saw the you quoted the statistic in the, yes. in the beginning. Yeah. Only seventeen percent of attempted rapes are reported. Are, are reported. Okay, yeah. the statistic, as I recall, it was. That one in every five boys is sexually abused, and one out of every four one girls. out of every four girls yeah. is sexually abused. I, I know I know of of uh, you know in a family you know a woman took you know took you know these you know you, you adopt these these orphan kids you know yeah. or drug uh, you know drug babies and everything else like that. Okay, and uh, you know the the one uh, you know, raped his two sisters. Okay, and is waiting prosecution. You know, it, it, you know, downtown right now. Okay, raped his two sisters. I mean, it is, you know, it, we live in a wicked world. I want to ask uh, you and get your response about uh, to this because you're talking about uh, the church hiding and including with other officials. So the Baltimore Archbishop William Lorry, in a statement that they posted online, apologized to the victims and said the report quote details a reprehensible time in the history of this archdiocese, a time that will not be covered up, ignored, or forgotten, end quote. Weren't they trying to cover that up, and, and didn't they have their lawyers uh, fighting the state attorney general and having this revealed? Well, I know they, I know they, I, I believe they, they received subpoenas from the state attorney general, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I have no idea what their response was. Okay, you know, we were contacted in, in 2019, and then, you know, da-da-da-da, and they, they, they wanted, you know, they... They, they issued a six-page subpoena to us, and we told them we can only give you what's in the public record. We can't give you something a judge has sealed or whatever. But here in Delaware, lots of stuff was in the public record, okay? Uh, I, I recall conversations with, you know, their uh, their office in, mm -hmm. in Baltimore, and they were going they were going to serve the Diocese of Wilmington, you know, with subpoenas for all these records. So I assume they did, just like they got stuff from us. I assume they did. And uh, imagine the archive. Yeah, of, of such, such an organization. Okay, and they, they probably they, they got in. Um, I assume they got everything they wanted out of the archives, and that Wilmington turned it all over because a lot of it had to get turned over in the bankruptcy anyway. Okay, uh, all sorts of stuff in the bankruptcy had, had had to be had to be made part of the public record. So I think they got it all. The question is, what's what's their report going to say? Uh, I would. In my own, from my own experience, right? Just your opinion. I, from yeah. my own experience, I thought that Bishop Saltarelli in Delaware, uh, what what was committed to protecting children. Okay, and then he retired. Yeah. Okay, we we had to deal with him in the beginning. Okay, and uh, I had nothing but respect for Bishop Saltarelli. Uh, 
there are a couple of bishops from, from that now. Okay, yeah. I have no experience. I think our, our current uh, bishop is a Bishop Kenig, I, I believe. I, I just don't know. You don't you don't know him. Yeah. So what should we expect from this, based upon your experience? Well, I I think the Delaware General Assembly. We're tw- we're from 2007 to now. You know, we're about 16 years from now. From then, I don't know who's who's back down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaker Schwarzkopf is still there. Okay, he was he you know he he was instrumental in the passage of the Child Victims Act in 2007. It would not have passed, but for Speaker Schwarzkopf's actions behind the scenes. I have always I have always said that. Okay, so you do have a person down there who you know, who, who who was around when they, they Delaware wanted to be first in the nation. I'm saying that there's a gap that's that hasn't been covered here in Delaware. Okay, let's just go back to uh, the third grader in the year 2000 who right. was abused in the public schools. Okay, and who's now 31 years old. So there needs to be a release. There needs there needs to they need to revisit the window and and remove the statute of limitations on civil claims, just like they're doing in Baltimore, okay? The church and, and, and others, the insurance companies may have been able to put a cap yeah. on it in, 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 in Maryland, okay? But anybody who pulls it out of their folder, be it at age 52, 32, 42, ought to be able to sue. Ought to be yeah. able to sue. Delaware needs to do that. There's, there's an unlimited number of people out there who are still victims. All right, super lawyer Tom Newberger here on the Jensen Show. I really appreciate your time. We do have one phone call. I uh, want to get your headphones on uh, real oh, quick okay, here. sure. And uh, we got someone on the phone who has a question or comment for you. It's, uh, uh, yes, yeah, this... Phil, uh, go right ahead. Uh, Mr. Newberger, what's your phone number? He said it's online. What's your question? Uh, my question is, is how come they haven't been prosecuted under the RICO Act? Okay, Tom. I, I, I know that creative lawyers, uh, you know, did explore that kind of a thing way back when. And? Okay, and I don't think any of that's been successful. All right, uh, thanks, Bill. And by the way, you can find them the Newberger firm, N E U B E R G E R, and uh, and I got an autographed copy of your book. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I I do appreciate that. You've been tenacious on this, and <laughs> uh, and it's I know a lot of Catholics, uh, you know, despise you for that. But I also know that I've talked to many, many Catholics who are very grateful and appreciative that you were tenacious on this. Thank and, you. And uh, because they love the church, they want to continue to, loving, to love the church, and they want to be able to trust the church. And this destroyed trust, uh, trust for, for millions and millions of people. And I, I just hope they're able to reestablish that trust. That's why I asked you those questions. Okay, I agree. All right, thank you very much. Tom Newberger here on The Jensen Show. Hang on. More with Rick Jensen is just ahead on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. 